and welcome back to the podcast that's still on, still going. I'm Rudy. I'm Tyler. How we doing? Uh, I think, you know what, I'm... I decided to make an executive decision, and this is going to be the last episode of the podcast. No! <laughs> I'm sure we've still got more to talk about. Oh, no. We have plenty of topics. It's just after hearing some stuff on the news, I don't know if it's even worth it to put out a podcast anymore. Well, everybody's going to eventually be shut down back in home. They're going to need entertainment. We should do this for the people. Well, regardless of the Delta variant, it just, I, which is still going on. And the Gamda, Gamma variant? You mean the, Lambda? Well, and that one too. We got Gamma I'm not, and Lambda. Just so you know, I'm not going to go back and cut out that part. So you're going to have to live with that mistake. Hey, Gamma is still a variant. Lambda's a variant. Yeah. It's, and we all know what happens with Lambda, 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 the Tri-Lambs. They, they get canceled in the 2020s. Yeah, maybe rape wasn't a funny joke for the nerds. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, it was not a funny joke. Oh, uh, anyway. Okay, that I'm probably going to cut from the <laughs> podcast. You didn't want to come out swinging with a harsh joke? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know if um that's a great start of a podcast. Just like, hey, remember that problematic movie with the plot point where a guy tricks a girl into sleeping with him, thinking that it's her boyfriend? Yeah, no. No, but you don't not, get it because he was really good. No, no, okay, I'm shutting it down. Shut it down. Even even better. Uh, that's probably the right call. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's probably the right call. Yeah, um, you know what was the right call is uh, Mike Richards, the new host, well, the formerly new host of Jeopardy. The accidental temporary host of yeah, Jeopardy. exactly. And then just to have his, you know, his opportunity that he gave himself, coincidentally, <gasps> as the executive producer. Oh, it's like I ended up being the host now. Huh. Isn't funny that how funny that how that works? So funny. So, yeah. um, It turns out that he had a podcast called the Random Podcast. Which, can we take a moment about how we were struggling to come up with a name for this podcast? And we just agonized it over weeks. Weeks. Many weeks. Lots of man hours. And... Apparently, we could have gone as stupid as we wanted to. Uh, just the stupidest pun. We could have just... I don't know. So, the so the random podcast that he hosted with two other women, he apparently said some very misogynistic things oh. on top of uh, anti-Semitic jokes. Quote-unquote jokes. Double... Ooh... Yeah, and um, some negative stuff about poor people. Triple. Not the type of resume that you want to have for a family-friendly host of one of the biggest game shows in the country. I'm going to have to look that I did not hear about all of that. I just saw that he was stepping down. And in my naivete, I assumed... It's because he knew he was the wrong choice. And we all know who the right choice is. Don't say it. Don't, you think don't say it. In it. Your head. Don't Everybody's- say it. No, no, no. You know what? Okay. I'm okay. Here's my hot take. 
LeVar Burton should not be the host of Jeopardy. <gasps> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I love LeVar Burton. I love reading Rainbow. But everyone who's saying that he should host the show didn't see the week of shows that he hosted. I did. They were not great. They that, were not great. That Okay, you raise an interesting point. I, As much as I really want LeVar Burton to be the host... Yeah, but I do not know the last episode of Jeopardy I watched. And that's the thing. That's the frustrating thing because everyone is just yelling up and down. LeVar Burton should be the host instead of. He just seems like a nice guy. And then they haven't seen the show because, you know, the numbers came out and turns out LeVar Burton's uh, week of hosting Jeopardy was the lowest rated of the entire run of guest hosts. So everyone's yelling up and down that LeVar Burton should be the host when. When what they should be yelling is, LeVar Burton should be given other jobs in Hollywood. He should be also on true. TV. Yes, There's yes, a difference he between he should host Jeopardy and he should be on TV. Should LeVar Burton be on TV? Of course. He's great. Should he be on Jeopardy? Eh, not really. Uh, a lot of his delivery of some of the clues were a little, like, a little slower. Not... Not that that's a criticism of just him because there were a bunch of other hosts that, you know, didn't deliver the questions, you know, fast enough because it's a fast, it's, it's a pretty fast game. I you have guess. to be kind of pretty quick. I, yeah, and, I guess uh, it's pretty quick. And, and there were a lot of guest hosts I was not impressed with. I remember uh, watching Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God. Look, he has the look for it, but his voice is the most dreadful monotone it was the first time as a fan of the show that I almost fell asleep. See, that's that's terrible because you have to have a good voice. Like Alex Trebek nailed that like he was calm, professional, but also somehow snarky. Yeah, he he had some kind of just he had personality with delivering some of the clues. And that's what I kind of felt didn't didn't come through a lot like LeVar Burton has presence. He's warm with like the, you know, the interviews and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes it just felt like it took him a little longer to, you know, say the clues. Okay. Okay. And some of, and he didn't vary up his, his, uh, responses. Like it's always, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, after a while that kind of just gets annoying. Those are valid concerns. Um, how about, uh, I'm going to screw up her name. Bialik. Mayim Bialik? Mayim Bialik. Uh, she's, she can do a good job, but I didn't find her, like, you know, I found her a little annoying, but nothing nothing that's like, oh, she can't host it or anything. It just, it's just, I don't know. She just, her energy is a little different for the show. I was fine with, like, um, I think Anderson Cooper was one of the guest hosts. He was pretty good. I remember back in the mid-2000s, he hosted a reality show called The Mole, which I was a big fan of because it was I around the same time, that. like the yeah. early years of Survivor. So he hosted The Mole for two seasons, and I love that show. It was it had more intrigue. Uh, they traveled like around Europe and Asia, and you know it was a lot of just trying to figure out like you know which one of the players was a plant by the show to kind of cost the group yes. to get all that money. And then at the end of the game, you figure out who loses, who wins, and who's the mole. I like it. So they should reboot that show. Let's get rid of Jeopardy, and we'll bring back that show. No, that's not going to (laughs) work. That's just a lot of just you trying to be. You know, I wonder, 
trying to think like who's the main audience for Jeopardy? Is it is it old people? I feel like it's old people. I watch it. So fuck you. You're you're <laughs> old at heart. No, no, but there are there are good hosts. Like if I had to choose from the group that auditioned and and also just from the last couple weeks, uh, I guess Buzzy Cohen, who hosted the Tournament of Champions, he would be a great host. Okay. I also liked uh, Robin Roberts was pretty good. You know, she was more personal. She kind of had a little more attitude and, uh, you know, toward it. Uh, Savannah Guthrie was all right, but I don't know. She did. She seemed she didn't seem to kind of have like that kind of just intellectual gravitas. I did not realize this many people had episodes that had got in and tried this again, which is why hearing people say swearing up and down that it should be LeVar Burton when they never even seen these episodes is kind of ridiculous. Look at the, yeah, en- no, I, at I, the end I, of the I day, no if, the game. if LeVar Burton becomes the host, it's not going to ruin anything. All right. You know, he can get better at the job. You know, he'll, his delivery could get faster. He can improve. All right. I'm just saying, if you ask me right now to pick a host, I wouldn't go with LeVar Burton. Well, as someone, he should be, he should have a show. He should have many other shows. Well, as someone who's not watching the show and someone who's probably not going to watch the show, no matter who the host is, I firmly believe it should be LeVar Burton. And I stand by it for no other reason than he seems like a really nice guy. And he wants the job. LeVar Burton is a nice guy, but just because you're a nice person doesn't mean you're the best fit for, you know, a certain position. Doesn't mean you're not the best well, fit. But I know who wasn't the perfect fit, and that was Mike Richards. Yeah, screw that guy. And, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, podcasts can get you in trouble, especially if you say, well, let me be clear, saying problematic shit and then passing it off as a joke is going to get you in trouble. <gasps> But all of my problematic shit is passed off as a point taken. But that's not the only reason why I think we should call it quits. Um, Recently, a powerful celebrity has gotten into the podcast game. She has she's had decades in entertainment. She knows everyone and anyone who's famous and she can interview people who I can guarantee you no other podcast can pull in. Ellen. No. Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. Oprah wishes she could get some of these guests. Ooh. Kaylee Cuoco? That's a good guess. Is it? <laughs> no, it's Lucille Ball. Okay, I'm going to say something this... This is a little messed up. Is she still alive? <laughs> no, she's not alive anymore. But it turns out that uh, she had a radio show back in, uh, let's see, I want to say, wait, hold on. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. So, Well, if, she, well, if she's not alive, how is she going to get into the podcast game? I, I'm very confused. I have many questions. I have many questions. Queries and wonderies. Okay, well, okay, well, I'm going to answer those queries by reading for, to you from an article from the Los Angeles Times. We still love Lucille Ball, and now she has a podcast debuting on Sirius XM. 
So, that hasn't answered anything. In 1964, Lucille Ball was starring in her second hit CBS sitcom, The Lucy Show. While serving as a chief executive of Desilu, one of the largest independent TV production companies in Hollywood at the time. But the comic actress, whose legacy was already solidified with a, by the wildly popular I Love Lucy, still found time to do a daily 10-minute radio program for the CBS radio network called Let's Talk to Lucy. Using her own portable reel-to-reel tape recorder, Ball sat and chatted with the biggest stars in show business at the time, many of whom were her friends. So talk about a podcast story right there. She, she brought her own equipment and visit and talked to her friends in the entertainment biz and just like 10 minute shows, just like, Oh, asking them questions about their life and where they're going and what they're doing. And yeah. Wow. Also, while I really appreciated listening to you read that out loud in my head, I was kind of wishing you were LeVar Burton. (laughs) I'm going to shut down this podcast right now. I'm going to just walk out. I'm just walking out of this giant studio that we're recording in. Just walking out. Just You're going to hear my steps echo through the cavernous studio that we are recording in because we're pulling that kind of money. Well, you know, Unless you're the IRS, in which case we have zero money. <laughs> well, that, that's the key to Hollywood. Start with a lot of money and connections. Wait, so she, so she was doing a podcast before podcasts were podcasts, and now exactly. they're going to take her old not podcast podcast and turn it into a new podcast. Yeah, apparently her daughter, uh, who manages all the just the the entire archives of all the shows that she made and produced and every, all this other stuff she found these recordings like years ago that's but, amazing but back then there wasn't a market for it they were just like well what are we going to do with 10 minute recordings of her talking to her friends and you know talking to her friends like who's going to listen to this but now you know there's a market for it because everyone does podcasts including me and you and Maybe some of the listeners here. <laughs> yeah, and likely all of the listeners will have their own podcast. And comparing notes on podcasts, please give us feedback. But that's awesome. I, honestly, I, I would totally listen to that just for the... So all 240 episodes of Let's Talk to Lucy will be heard on SiriusXM, Satellite Radio Pop-Up Channel. Uh, they'll, after three weeks, the shows will be presented as podcasts that can be downloaded or streamed through the SXM app, Stitcher, Pandora, and other platforms, just like our podcast. Uh, I don't know if we're on Pandora right now, but I'm working on it, but yeah, it's like download our podcast and then listen to Lucy and listen to all the podcasts. Listen to all of the podcasts. Um, I, that sounds amazing because I think that'd be an amazing um, time capsule of a thing. Well, you're talking about time capsule. Let I'm gonna I'm gonna de- lead the I'm going to detail all the guests that some of the big stars that she interviews. Is there a, a years on this? Does it say like this? What years this lasted this? about one year. Do, well, does it say what year? Was this like in the sixties? Yeah, it was in the sixties. It's around the 60s. Uh, So some of the people she interviews, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Mary Tyler Moore, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, 
and Barbara Streisand. A young up-and-comer, Barbara Ooh, Streisand. Barb, <laughs> coming on up. So, yeah, so, so, yeah, so that's why just seeing this kind of made me reevaluate. Just like, oh, well, should we even bother in the game if, you know, someone like Lucille Ball, who can get anyone and everyone. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, Lucille Ball will not be getting any future interviews with people, now will she? Uh, actually, they're probably working toward a segment where some current celebrities will answer the same questions that Lucy posed to her famous friends. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, listen, as long as there's people out there just reviewing TV shows and reacting to things, we can absolutely continue podcasting and talking about anything that we want. So you're saying we should start a YouTube channel and then have a, you know, millennials react to Lucille Ball podcast. I mean, yeah, yes. Be Trademark- sure to- <laughs> we're, we're trademarking that. that. That's our idea. Nobody else is allowed to do that. Yeah. And when we set it up, be sure to like and subscribe and hit that, hit that bell. <laughs> exactly. Ah, man, that's awesome though. I'm, I would actually be really curious to see what they talk about. Like, I wonder to know if they're talking about their daily lives or if they get political because the 60s would be really interesting to hear those tapes if they start to talk about politics at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Well, when it comes out, uh, yeah, we'll, I don't know. We might talk about it. I don't know. Just, it's all content. It's all stuff to distract us from dealing with our, you know, impending mortality. Okay, but you are my timer, so I'm going to set you as my timer to remind me when this comes out. I remind you all kinds of shit. Just remind you of when to vote, remind you of... You expect me to remember these things? Yes. Your expectations are way too high of me. Oh my God. Hey, Any... I did vote. Yeah. Did you vote? Not yet. The California governor recall, I voted. Yeah, yeah, well, well, um, that's that's why this weekend. Okay, we're so. What is this? Saturday, the August twenty first. So yeah, I'm taking this weekend to look at all the other candidates. I mean, I'm still voting no on the recall, but yeah, we're voting no. But th- there's so many candidates. What I just want to know. I just want to know who are these people, and I don't know. Maybe we'll cover it on the next episode because that's we'll some ep- research. Yeah, because. If I'm going to do that research, then I might as well share what I find if I find anything interesting or weird or whatever. And that episode, so the next episode should come out the weekend before Election Day, unless you already voted by mail or Dropbox. But let's be or, real, you, you probably did. Or early in person. We're, we'll be here to tell you exactly who to vote for and who not to vote for. Even though it's just basically no, vote no, and then anything else, well, we'll We'll let you know if you chose the right one or not. For funsies. For funsies. Uh, another thing about this podcast is I wish we had an intern to do corrections. Because listening to this podcast o- over, just so I can, you know, first off, eliminate all the annoying sounds I make. I mean, we all make annoying sounds, but that's one of the crazy things about doing this. is We're learning this about ourselves. We are now aware of all of our own little quirks and tics and ha- speech impediments. 
Yeah, and you kind of cut me off because I wanted to say, and for any listener out there who's like, well, if you eliminated all your annoying sounds, you wouldn't have a podcast. And I'm like, oh, fuck yourself, hey, man. It's like hey. my voice. I know my voice isn't the best, but whatever. But as long as you're listening, feel free to hate listen. I don't, I don't care. Listen. So anyway, um, I just going back through to the last two episodes, uh, like first off, when we were talking about the Olympics, about the the weightlifter who vanished, he was from Uganda, not from Zimbabwe. I think I said Zimbabwe. Oh. I would uh, never also, when I was trying to improve soccer, I forgot about shootouts, which is basically when it ends in a tie and they want to decide a, uh, a winner, they go to shootouts, not double overtime. But excuse me, because, you know, the only football I recognize is American. All right. Yeah. And even then, they don't go into double overtime. It's just... Oh. But don't, don't a lot of Well, kind of. I mean, they have a time. second overtime sometimes, but eventually it'll just... It'll it'll be sudden death. It goes to sudden death. Like whoever... Because if it goes into overtime, it's whoever... If the receiving team scores a touchdown, then the other team has a chance to score a touchdown. But if the receiving team uh, plays it, they don't score, and the ball goes to the other team... Then if they score a touchdown, then they win. I think we need to do away with overtime and extra innings and all of that in all sports. Well, extra innings should be done just because come on, man. I baseball's already long enough. I don't need extra innings just to like, oh, let's see whoever. I'm just saying it's fine. If you end in a tie, it's fine. Learn to live with that. And next time, do better. I thought some baseball games do end in ties. I don't do, the do they? They keep I don't know. S- I don't know. Again, I am. I don't care enough about baseball to do the research on that part. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like this podcast. Come on. It's like I was promised fame and respect. What's with all this hard work bullshit? I was not promised fame and respect. <laughs> I was not going to do a podcast in search of respect. Okay. Yeah. No, the respect part was a little too much. I was, <laughs> Even now, even now when we're trying to get, you know, the socials up and running, uh, I still hesitate letting people know that I started a pod, that hey, I'm a podcaster. The height of my goal for this is to have enough audience to justify commercials and so we can have a few extra pennies to spend. Uh, well, that's the dream. That's a, that a few extra dream. pennies. I dream big. <laughs> that's where I'm coming from. All right. So, yeah, I think think um well we do have the insta and start the build up and twitter oh yeah since you're here we should definitely do some uh photo shoots i'm not gonna post for those photos but (laughs) come on no no we'll post we'll post stuff that had you know pertinent to the topics we were discussing you know we gotta show the the people your bag that you sewed oh the tote bag from episode one Looks fantastic. I'm I'm really impressed with it. I, I m- again, my my hope was that once I show Tyler the bag, he'd just like you know look at it inside out, and then like a beautiful mind, he'll come up with all those like the the blueprints of it, and then he'll just whip one out in like 15 minutes. I'll be honest; it's more like watching a beautiful mind when you see all the uh, numbers and equations, and you don't know what's going on. You just it's just a mess. That's what's in my head. It's just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm at, honestly, I was looking at the bag and I was actually really impressed uh, at some of the stitching and 
what you did on the inside is called a French seam. It's actually very uh, fancy and couture. Yeah. I was following the instructions. Thank you. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just impressed that the seams and all that stuff has held up over these 20 plus years since I made it back when I was in middle school. Yeah, no, it's a solid construction. Uh, the only thing that's going to start to fray is just the fabric itself. Yeah. It's a fairly well, cheap yeah, fabric. Well, yeah, the pocket, the front pocket has uh, the started to fray on the, on the right side, so. Oh, yeah, but again, that's just the fabric because it's kind of a, a polyester fabric, which is has a lot of plastic in it, and it's not going to... It's not going to hold up with a lot of stitching. Uh, but the stitches themselves are fine. You did a good job, for, especially for junior high. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it took some doing with uh, with the sewing machine because it was, I think it was a Singer one, a Singer sewing machine. And it the desk, it was like built into the desk where yeah. you have to like unlock a latch and then flip it up. Yeah, like that's... it hung upside down and then you pull it up and over uh-huh. and... That's that was how you got your sewing machine out. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I've seen those. Um, in fact, I, you know, it'd actually be kind of fun if we got you some more fabric and you had to remake a new one of these. See if you can make a better one. I don't I know. Give you tips and suggestions. I don't know how the fuck to do that. I need the uh, parchment paper bullshit that you yeah, were the, showing me about your suit that you were gonna make. Yeah, the pattern. It's gonna be great. Oh god. So anyway, for people who want to follow us on the socials, uh, Instagram, it's to live and try in LA podcast. And I think for Twitter, it's to live and try pod. Sometimes it's hard to get the exact name for every social. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I I should try harder to kind of get all the socials to line up, but to do the the handle for um, Instagram, I mean, for Twitter, it's a... It was too long, so that's why I had to kind of shorten it to to live in tripod. And that's what uh, the link trees are for. So yeah, everybody can which go yes, you will find link trees in either of those. So you know, so you can listen to the podcast. I should probably also include you know <laughs> the socials in there too. <laughs> yeah, all the links, uh, especially once we get merch, we'll have to have those going. Oh, yeah, that's true. I uh, I improved the. Uh, the uh, podcast photo cover. I don't know, whatever you'd call the, uh, the, you know, yeah, it's not quite a logo. It's not quite the icon. Kind of the show, the show album cover thing. I don't know. It whatever, is. The it's podcast a like cover, a, like an album cover. Yeah. Like if that design was on a mug, I'd, I'd use it. Yeah. That's actually a really nice design for a mug. Yeah. Uh, like I shot that photo, everybody. Thank you, thank you. I it was a sunset over at Dockweiler Beach. So, yeah, for some reason, uh, I was driving to I think Seven Eleven, and then I noticed like the sunset was like really nice. And it, again, it was because of the wildfires we had a couple of years back. So it, it's it's kind of like making lemonade out of like when life gives you flaming lemons. I guess you make lemonade. Yeah, and it's California, it's LA. We're always we're, we are spoiled with our wonderful sunsets, possibly because we're spoiled with wildfires. Uh, speaking of wildfires, uh, just to show you how bad the situation is, Uh-oh. just uh, just sure. this season. Okay, so we're not even talking about like the Dixie Fire, which is like the big one up north. 
Yeah, that one's which is further north from where your folks are. It's a yeah, it's a little bit more east in from where my parents are living. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I saw in the news a few days ago about the Tamarack Fire, and currently the Tamarack Fire is eighty two percent contained. So good news. Good, good, good news. Until I looked into the fire and how it started. So it started with a lightning strike. Okay. Now, that lightning strike happened July 4th. We are in August. Oh, so, so that's been burning for a little while then. and it's-, it's been burning for a month and a half. And we're just at 82%. Shit. And that's not even the biggest fire right now. Man, L.A. is uh, California. I love the state, but we we are on fire all the time. Well, which is fair. Again, I mean, there's nothing that could be done. I mean, it's a lightning strike. You can't just stop those. All right, they just they happen. It that's where we are. Yeah, no matter how much you sweep the forest. Yeah, floor, sweep the forest floor like President it, Cheeto well, used to say. The thing about California is it really does start to affect everybody. I was just talking to a friend who was in New York and he thought it was a crazy person he was talking to trying to talk about how the smoke that they were getting was from California in New York. And he thought they were crazy until everybody else was like, no, it's the weather has taken all of this smoke from California wildfires and it's just drifting across the country. So Mm -hmm. you're being impacted by our fires and our fires are getting worse because of, you know, climate change. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we covered that, but, uh, there was all, it just reminded me of, uh, the fire in Siberia. Uh, oh shit. I haven't heard about that one at all. What's going on? In, in uh, Siberia? Siberia is having one of the biggest fires on the face of this earth. Oh, it's like the fire that's happening in Siberia or Mongolia, I'm shit. I'm trying to remember where it's. It's just somewhere around the like kind of like the Asian area, like it, you know around Russia and stuff like that. But that fire is bigger than all our fires and the ones happening in Europe. So Greece and uh, I think where else is on fire? Greece, uh, Italy, all those fires and all our fires combined. Oh. And what's worse is because it's all very rural. You can't, you know, you can't send forces uh, to fight those fires in those areas because they're just so remote. Well, shit. Yeah. That's that's wild. I haven't heard about this one at all. And then, uh, yeah, I think it was Vox or something. I saw a YouTube video where Vox did it covered. Uh, I don't know if it was Vox or Vice. Probably Vox. But yeah, they covered uh, some of the volunteers that went out to the to the forest to try to stop it. Well, you can't really stop it. You can only manage it at this point. Yeah, you can manage. They build, you know, because they don't they don't have water to kind of stop it. All they have is probably build trenches and do controlled fires that basically stop the fire in its tracks. Sure, try to start a fire in the wrong direction or yeah, just meet yeah, together. it's just basically keep burn a certain area so when the fire gets to it there's nothing left to burn and it just runs out from there. But again, it's so much fire that they can't holy shit. Just even this crew as hard as they work, you know, they're only putting a tiny dent 
Uh, now, do you know, is this all like forest area or is this coming up to any cities, towns, villages? Uh, some towns and villages are getting Shit. burned up. I mean, because, you know, people live in remote areas like that. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, yeah they can't, you know, you just got to get out of the way. It's just the fire is so huge. It's similar to what Australia was going through, I think, uh, That's year, right. they a year had and a half ago. Huge one. Yeah. Um, well, have they tried the California approach of throwing prisoners at the fire? It's <laughs> like, I mean, you know, yes, you're in prison, but you could also be a firefighter. Well, for like no money. I mean, you know, you bring it up as a joke, but I mean, that actually does help out, you know, to help curb recidivism. Because I mean, they, you know, they actually, some, some of those criminals get experience and now they actually passed a law where, if they get out of prison and want to become a firefighter, you know, they already have the experience of fighting those fires. Perfect. They can actually become firefighters. Well, that's good. That- so, I mean, yeah, because, because I, because, th- yeah, that's one of the problems, the whole recidivism thing is just, you know, how do you keep a guy from going back to jail while you give him a chance to be something other than a criminal? Yeah, because that's always the biggest thing. If you're a felon, it's hard to find proper work. Mm hmm. Yeah, Nobody I mean, wants to hire a felon. I mean, uh, Homeboy Industries has been doing their job of reforming ga- former gang members, and I mean, they, you know, they, they've been lobbying pretty hard for that law, where you're just like, yeah, you know, your criminal past can kind of just be overlooked if you've shown that you can, you know, you're putting in the effort to become a firefighter, and you help out, you know, with the fires while you're in prison. Yeah, I definitely support uh, Homeboy. I think there's a Homegirl very variant for it and they do some pretty good coffee downtown LA yeah the coffee shop just right off uh, like in the edge of Chinatown I think yeah yeah always great oh I I had the salsa and chips that they make delicious really yeah yeah you can get that at Ralph's like Ralph sells uh, Homeboy Industries uh, chips and salsa alright shout out to Homeboy Industries there you go there you they go. don't even need to pay us we'll shout them out yeah good job Father Boyle keep going <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, I wanted to bring up this story because I know how much you love Sudoku. It's just so logical. It's a great way to pass the time. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Spock. Easy Spock. Oh, it's all so logical. I love it. (laughs) Why don't you go live and prosper somewhere else? Now it's a, it's a good little puzzle and brain teaser. I, it's a good thing to do while I'm stuck on the toilet. You know, it's just a fun way to pass the time. I, and it keeps you mentally engaged. I, li- I do. I really like Sudokus. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say I'm amazing at them, but I, yeah, I can usually do the hard <clears throat> ones. Well, I wanted to tell you about a guy named Maki Kaji. So while Maki Kaji didn't necessarily invent Sudoku, He's credited for coining the name and popularizing the game in Japan and then eventually around the world. Last week, Kaji passed away from bile duct cancer. He was 69. Nice. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not I, to laugh at that because the man just died, but also. I know, you know why I said that? Because when I saw it on the news, that was my first reaction and immediately followed with horrified, just shame. Yeah, it's like, like it's a, a guy joke. died, and my first reaction is, I gotta get this joke in. 69, nice. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sure there's a joke in there about the other numbers, one through five, seven, and eight, to round out the whole the, the line. Um, damn, that sucks. So he he was the guy who really popularized Sudoku. And- yeah, Kaji reworked existing number puzzles to create what would become Sudoku, according to Reuters. Originally called Number Place, Sudoku is short for Suji wa, Suji wa Dokushin ni Kagiguru. Kagiru, which means numbers must remain single. Numbers must remain single. And then the Oxford English Dictionary credited Kaji for introducing the word Sudoku to the English language. This is all, I'm reading this from the article in Kotaku. Oh, but, thank you, yeah. Kaji. Yeah. So. Now, uh, did you read that translation from the article or were you able to translate that yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, that phrase is in this English article, all right? Okay. Suji wa dokushin ni kagiru. Okay, but did you already know that translation? No. Could you have done that? No. no. That's why I kind of stumbled I kind of stumbled with it just that first uh that first time that first over. Okay, okay. Suji wa dokushin ni kagiru. Again, that that accent's probably garbage. Sounds like perfect Japanese to me. No. Well, I'm- you know cuz when it gets to ja- Japanese, another thing that people, I don't know, hold on, I'm just trying to make sure this comes through. Hello? All right. Another thing people forget is the um, the the order of stresses. So just like which, you know, which syllable goes up and then down. So like putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable? Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So yeah, so that's why... Um, Sometimes you can say you like, oh, I know how to say this word, but no, you pronounced it weird. You know, kind of. Um, it reminds me of a Family Guy where uh, Santa was on there and just like people pronounce it wrong. It's ho 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> That's so f- stupid. But yeah, so uh, prior to Kaji's reworkings, variations of the puzzle appeared in French newspapers during the 19th century, and modern Sudoku was created by American architect Howard Garns, whose number place puzzles appeared in the May 1979 issue of Dell Pencil Puzzles and Word Games. But, huh. Let's see. I don't want to just be the godfather of Sudoku, Kaji said in a recent interview. I'd like to spread the fun of puzzles until I'm known as the person who established the puzzle genre in Japan. Shout out to you. Rest in power. I mean, that's a He wants to be like the godfather of puzzles. The whole <laughs> genre of puzzles. That sounds like a Batman villain. The puzzler. <laughs> the godfather of puzzles. I mean, puzzles are ancient. I mean, they're just, that's the thing that's just always been around. We all love puzzle games. You can't be the godfather of the entire genre. That's a big ask. Well, uh, he, well, he. We'll give him Sudoku. He limited to Japan. So, I mean, you know, that's fine. Just keep it into one country. He didn't want to be around the world or anything like that. I mean, Japan's not exactly some baby country. They're, they've been around for. Thousands, thousands of, of years, years. Yeah. <laughs> their own specialty puzzles that's a big ask <laughs> I guess I'm happy to give him Sudoku that's amazing thank you for your work on Sudokus yeah because otherwise what would you do while you were sitting in the toilet 
probably crosswords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you doing crosswords. Like, but. I, you know, honestly, I get frustrated with crosswords because I'm like, this clue is so vague. I, it doesn't make any damn sense. That's because you didn't get the subtle, the subtlety of the clue. Like, it's just nudging you, like, hint, hint. And then you're just like, what the fuck are you saying to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this, like, I, you have to do a crossword in pencil because eventually there's going to be another p- clue. Oh, I do it in that, pen. No, no. You, I do it in there's pen. There's always another a clue eventually that makes you go, oh, I, I needed to use the synonym of this word or whatever. But oh, no, man. the whole point of Sudoku is you do that in pen because it's logic and it is like that box has to be a seven, period. I just remember, I remember my, uh, my, an English professor who she would just tear through crossword puzzles so insanely fast. Shout out to, uh, <laughs> Dr. Ronsky. Doctor? <laughs> Teacher? Well, I mean, it's professor. Oh, uh, was this college? Yeah, this was college. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I what, did I not say like- professor? I thought I did. I don't know. That was a long anyway, time per, ago. Well, anyway, Dr. Ronsky or Gail. Gail, shout out to Gail. She, she Dr. Gail. Dr. Gail. Put some respect on it. Now she sounds like a <laughs> Now she sounds like a relationship expert. Dr. Gail, how do I get my man to look at me the way he well, whatever. I I kind of put myself in a corner. I was like, I didn't I didn't know where that yeah, sentence was going to end. I was like, I didn't want to keep going. But we, everyone got all, the gist. Everyone got the gist. Yeah, we, we've already made too many comments about off-color jokes getting people into trouble. Well, I wasn't going anywhere like that. I was just doing the typical, like, you know, oh, you know, how do I get my man to look at me the same way? I don't know. Okay, well, my mind went off-color. Uh, so that's why I stayed quiet. <laughs> that's why you stay quiet right jesus yeah. oh man speaking of mind going elsewhere um what else you got on that? i well i was just talking speaking of the gubernatorial election like we're not going to cover the candidates but because again oh. that's saving it for you know when i do my we do our due diligence and we don't want to lead you astray with bad information but we can talk about one of the things that just, I don't know. It, so if you're in California, you've seen Larry Elder's um, commercials where he just rattles off. Again, I say rattle off a lot. Where, well, this he, is Larry. where he bloviates about all the stuff that ga- is Gavin Newsom's fault and how he's destroying the state, which he's not. It's It's been a pandemic. Most people can't wrap their minds around like, oh, we got to do something when, you know, the hospitals are clogged with people. Yeah, no, Larry's upset that Newsom won't let California be like Florida, you know, number one in COVID cases. Exactly. Well, they're they're the best. They're the best. They got the they have the best COVID cases in America. That's coming from your favorite president, Donald Trump. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Florida. But yeah, so um, I've, I've been hearing his uh, commercials, uh, or I've been seeing his commercials on TV. So he lists all the stuff that is Gavin Newsom's fault. 
And he's just like, oh, he's a he's an elitist, which is, again, the same cliched attack or slur that like, oh, he's an elitist, you know, because he thinks he knows more than, you know, whatever. Says the guy trying to get the job because he thinks he knows better. Yeah. yeah they're all elitist. Every politician is almost by definition an elitist. You want to say that about Bernie? Yeah, it's, the man's got multiple <laughs> expensive houses, but he's, wow, he's wow. doing better than most. Okay, he's a responsible elitist. Yeah, he he acknowledges he's been wealthy and he's got some stuff, uh, but he's not. Yeah, you know what? You can have money and still advocate for everyone else to get paid more. Exactly. All right. As opposed to being like this wealthy person who just got all this money from your grandparents who screwed everybody over. But you're going to walk around in blue jeans and cowboy boots and pretend that you're just one of the locals. Screw you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, I, so I've been watching his commercials because they just run pretty much every day. And uh, so it ends with a voiceover of a woman going, uh, recall Newsom, elect elder. And I'm just like, what is up with that way she pronounced elect elder? It's like, did they make her read it like she wants to bang Larry Elder? Like a sex phone worker? That's a, it, It's such a weird tone for a, a political ad. It was just like, hey, um, like the girl, like the woman's probably reading it and they're just like, uh, could you uh, read it a little more sexily? Yeah. Like picturing that you see Larry Elder and you find him very attractive. I'm just like, why this is a political ad? Yeah, but just could you read it like that though? Like, I mean, but gotta, it's a political ad. And like, well, just do it, you know, just for fun. Well, I mean, that's not really fun. And like, well, yeah, just do it, all right? And then they went with that. They do know their audience. Oh god. Which is specifically men. He's not getting any other votes. It's just just them. Just yeah. men. Uh but I did see uh they covered uh the debate that um the other three, like close to three uh, gubernatorial candidates for the GOP, like John Cox and Kevin Falconer and I forget the third guy. Anyway, but yeah, they were talking about they, they well, what stuck out to me from that debate was how they were pitching themselves to like Latino voters. Oh, like, did any of them speak Spanish? <laughs> no, you'd think they would. I, I, but I don't know. Maybe, like, if they didn't mention it in the coverage I saw. Maybe, like, if it was on covered in Telemundo or Univision, maybe they might have mentioned that they spoke Spanish. But no, they were just like, yeah, we've got to, you know, provide education and entrepreneurial opportunities to, you know, Latino families and workers. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Because all of you... We'll just throw that out the window as soon as just like, yeah, like as soon as you're with Trump or whatever of your, you know, your right wing cronies and just like, yeah, we got to get these illegals out of this state. Oh, yeah. They, they want to protect just the ones out of here who can vote, but none of their family, none of their friends. Yeah, yeah. Just again, that kind of just like that co-talking where they're just like, yeah, we're here to protect, you know, Americans. Quote, it's unquote, interesting. American. Uh, thing about protecting, like maybe jobs. I the one thing I do know about Larry Elder. I, let me know if any of the other candidates said anything. But he says there should be zero minimum wage. Yeah, he says 
there should just ideally be no minimum wage. Did any of the other candidates talk about that at all? Well, no, they, most of it is just like they cut taxes, um, get rid of mask mandates. What the, you know, just the same old, yeah, bullshit. it's, uh, or, well, now the thing that they're trying to scare people into voting for, for the recall is that, oh, if, you know, if you keep Gavin Newsom, you're gonna, you're gonna have a lockdown and then the kids can't go to school anymore and they're gonna have to stay home. And Gavin had to actually personally come out and say, like, no, we're not shutting down schools. As long as everyone wears their mask and gets vaccinated and, you know, gets tested, there's no need because we'll be able to track who's sick. As opposed to, you know, Florida or Texas, where if a kid tests positive, they're not allowed to stay at home. They're not allowed to wear a mask. They have to show up to school. And the other parents, it's illegal for them to tell the other, to let the other parents know that that kid tested positive. Oh, what the hell? I, you know, sometimes you just don't have words. You, you yeah. just don't have the words for how stupid but again, this is. But again, like, I just want to keep this in perspective. That's happening over there. It's not happening here. And these are the people who are trying to make what's happening over there happen over here but yeah but also i just wanted to to segue back to just you know this is a podcast about living in la (laughs) yeah we want to be living in la not in miami yeah so that's why i'm it's just like yeah it's fine to talk about those worries about just like oh you know politicians trying to undo the you know what we're trying to do here you know so that all of our hard work everybody coming together wearing masks Getting vaccinated, trying to keep these cases down until we get these stupid variants. But, uh, well, just to kind of just put a light capper on this, um, they had an interview with uh, one of the dads out in these states, like I think in Texas or whatever. And uh, they were telling him about like what he thought about the mask mandates. Ooh, what did he say? And he's just like, man, I just don't agree with that. You know, I don't agree with like, uh, you know, kids having to wear a mask or being told what to do. Last time I checked, this was America. I also hate whenever people bring up that phrase, last time I checked, this was America. It's never used to defend something positive. It's always, look, I can say this sentence and it won't change the way people use it. Like, oh, you know, all these laws about civil rights. Well, um, last time I checked, this was America. See, it sounds messed up. It does sound messed up. And it's like it, that line is never used for something positive. It's always like when someone agrees with something horrible and they just try to justify it by saying, well, last time I checked, this was America. Yeah. Why can't I have nuclear waste in my backyard? I thought this was America. Oh, it was like, it was like, oh, all these people getting the right to vote. Last time I checked, this was America. I don't know about all that. <laughs> that just sounds disturbingly accurate. But, you know? but anyway, so. So he goes about like last time I checked, this was America. You can't tell people what to do. And and then so there's a pause and he's like, well, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, my kid, he doesn't mind wearing the mask. He says like he, he'll walk up and he says like, I like wearing the mask because it makes me feel like a ninja. And I was like, well, no, you don't say that. Don't don't like, yeah, you shouldn't be happy that you wear the mask. Like, that's amazing. So basically the kid, his son is totally fine with wearing the mask. 
It doesn't bother him. In fact, he found a silver lining, which oddly enough is the same one I like. It's the same reason why I like wearing my black, uh, my black face mask. Yeah. But like, oh, it makes me feel like, like a ninja. Like, ooh, I'm just like. Yeah. Now the kid can get to run around like Naruto and it's awesome. So you got little shinobis everywhere. But it's yeah, great. but that's what it boils down to. It's just the fact that this guy is upset with something that does not have any effect on him and is not even affecting his kid. He's literally upset that his child is happy. It he, seems he's like he's mad that yeah, his child Yeah, it's just like this happy. one thing that everyone's just asking people to do just to protect everyone else and the kid's like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll wear it. I'll wear it." But he doesn't like it. It's just him. It's just him that has the issue. The dad. Well, he can stay in Florida and keep his politics in Florida. Cuz we don't need that shit here in LA. Okay, okay. Let's not get too. Let's not get too. I'm just, drawing the line. No, it's fine State to draw line. the line. I'm just like, let, I'm just trying to raise the kind of just the atmosphere of the of the pot. Of the pot. It's supposed to be light. It's we lighthearted. Have all of these ninjas run around. It'd be great. Yeah, I just, would love to be a ninja as a child. Ninjas just, were super cool. So just kids with masks do it like Naruto running to school. Absolutely. Just leaning forward with their arms back, just like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, aside from that, just uh, that's kind of like all that was on my mind uh, as far as just stuff that's been playing around on well, I TV. Mean, there's or- lots of lots of little things about going around on LA, but you know we don't have uh, any skills or anything that we're talking about today. Well, we have ideas for all of our future episodes. We're kicking around. Yeah, because and- uh, well, what I wanted to do with this is more just kind of an episode in between. Where we can just like review some of the stuff that we covered before and just this you is know, the check in. We're doing the check in episode. Yeah. So like I said, we we were look. I was looking at your bag earlier, discussing the sewing. You know, the seams came out fantastic. You're doing couture seams. I Put, did couture seams. This is like a long time ago. So this is perfect. RuPaul would be proud of you. I mean, for a tote bag, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, if I turned it into some kind of fabulous dress, then yeah, I guess. But it's just a tote bag. I mean, there's not enough material for a full dress, but we'll get a little skirt out of it. <laughs> no, but uh, I've started up my next project, which is uh, I'll be sewing a ugly Halloween-themed jacket. I, I saw the material you were using and the pattern for it. It looked fine. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's kitschy. It kind of got that, it's kind of got that, uh, old Victorian nostalgia it of, does. of Halloween. There'll be pictures on the, on the Insta and the Twitter. Yeah. It's, it's bright orange with just, yeah, vintage Halloween icons covering it. Hopefully it doesn't suck when I'm done, but you know, the project has begun. Mm hmm. So mm-hmm. taking our time. Um, what else? What? What was our second topic? We did you that. don't remember learning a language. Learning a language. <laughs> See, this is what no. happens when you don't look listen back to the episodes. I don't want to listen to my own voice. Yeah, well, I have to do it too. So, like I have to do it, so you have to do it too. You have uh, to listen to yourself. Okay. And you know what? How about this? How about you're like. Quality control. You just go on Spotify and then just the listen. Over. Well, because you'll be like the final QC because it's basically, it'll be out there. So if I miss something when I mixed and edit, then you can just like, hey, man, you forgot to cut this out. I 
guess I should carry my own weight on this. Yeah, that's fair. No, that, that, that's fair. I'll, then, I'll do look, more all that's that. all that's being asked of you on that is just listen to a podcast. And then if you hear something weird, you just text me because like because I'm the one who's cutting it <laughs> and have to I have to listen to a multiple just multiple takes of my voice. Just like, where is this horrible fucking sound that I need to cut out? Yeah, it, it's yeah. definitely been interesting doing this as we're trying to get better at creating the podcast, setting up the the settings. It only took us three, four episodes before we realized we should write down the settings that we need so that we can set it up faster and faster. Um, I have learned some, you know, valuable kind of things. Just just the simple, like, audio editing and... Oh, perfect. You know, mixing in the, the music. Jesus, uh, I'm trying to remember who... It's like the guy who created the uh, our intro and outro theme. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's free audio beats or something. It was, I forgot the website I got it from, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll mention it. Yeah. No, there's, I know we found a few different websites to go to, to find options and we've listened to several trying to bounce around, trying to figure out what we want, how we want this to all sound because on top of these other skills we're learning, this podcast is in of itself another skill that we are trying to learn. Learning how to speak better, learning about our own quirks and cadences and little tics and speech oddities, breath control, all kinds of things that go into actually trying to speak for an extended duration of time. Yeah, you're serious about the whole breath control. Just because projecting better makes my voice sound a little better when I'm editing. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that even today's episode, I sound better because I've been sitting in a terrible chair, making me sit forward and lean forward and awkwardly cram up my diaphragm, which means it's screwing up all of the projection. Um because I, I did theater back in high school, and if you throw me up on stage, I can project to the back of the room pretty well. But to project into a microphone three inches away, it feels weird and contradictory in my head, so I'm not sure how much voice and how much oomph to really give it. Yeah. And how much I oomph I have to give it when I'm sitting down. Also, just taking the note of intentionally choosing your words before you speak because sometimes I'll start a sentence and then backtrack and look, I'm probably did that a bunch of times earlier oh, we <laughs> in all the podcast, that. right in this podcast specifically. You start that sentence and you just don't know where you're going to go with it. Hopefully you find out where I'm pretty sure be. our, I'm pretty sure our listeners are familiar with the sound of me going, uh, yeah, but, um, no, uh, uh but like, um, mm, that that's me. That's just, Every episode is me doing that. This is just who we are. But we're working on it. Yeah. We're uh, just trying to be better versions of ourselves. Have you worked on uh, learning some Spanish? No. No. But in Spanish. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the same word. I should give you the login because during uh, COVID... I bought the just unlimited uh, 
Rosetta Stone path. All right. And that's good for all the languages. I, okay. I, I tried a little bit with Japanese. I don't think it's that great for Japanese, but for French, it's good. So I think Spanish, it would probably help you. Just a lot of the early exercises are uh, you see like four photos and then someone will like an audio of just pronouncing just a word or the phrase. And then you have to choose the photo that closely matches that word or phrase. My biggest problem with languages is my ears and hearing the words. It's like I do not have that tuned ear to really decipher like when I, I know when I took Spanish, reading was way easier. It's like, oh, okay, I can figure this out. But listening, it it was like I was blind in my ears. So I guess deaf. Pues por eso necesitas practicar oyendo a alguien hablar español. Something about needing to practice. Spanish. Yeah, you need to practice listening to someone speaking Spanish. Si se puede. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caesar. <laughs> Caesar Chavez over here. Uh, but uh, as far as fantasy football, oh, yeah. I am waiting with bated breath for the, the draft, draft that will happen. I think I ha- well, I have one draft. How uh, many leagues are you in? Are you just well, one league or? Well, currently, I, currently I have the one. Uh, Is I have there any one draft on uh, September third. Uh, I'm trying to see if the old work league is going to, if we have enough people for this season. Because, you know, with COVID and, you know, people not working from home. And then there wasn't a league in 2020 just because no one was sure if there was even going to, if anyone would make it to the end of the season. Which they did. But, yeah, so. I mean, that's actually another uh, fun betting thing. Which teams are going to get in trouble for COVID this season? I'm pretty sure Vegas probably has odds on some of the teams. Oh, I guarantee. Uh, All right. So since this podcast should be coming out after your draft, right? No. No? Oh, is this coming out just before your draft? This is coming out before my draft. Hold on. Let me just confirm. Okay. So I think this is what? September 3rd is this episode? Yeah, it'll be September 3rd. So it'll be on draft day. Okay. But they're probably not going to listen. So do you have any players that you're trying to get? Like, do you, who are your top Yeah, Uh, just so everyone knows. So I am getting all the good players. Obviously. And avoiding all the bad ones. (laughs) That's, that's a good tactic, man. That's, that's. Oh, no, I still, I still need to finish up doing my research. Um. Because again, I've spent all this week just editing two episodes. <laughs> Has there been any like big news about like are there any players out there that you thought you were gonna want, but maybe there's like they're in the news? Well there's always news. That, yeah, there's always news. There's to. a couple well, again, there's just some players out there who um they've again, this is just ancillary stories that are around football but not about the game. No, but sometimes those are good um, things to watch. Like, you know, oh, so-and-so's getting married. I'm and- blanking. Oh, God, I'm blanking out all the... Hold on. So-and-so is being investigated player, for tax fraud. So I'm just well, not one of the players him. who um, 
Who? Hold on. Holding. Yeah, because there's always I always love hearing about people who do a lot of sports bettings, and they'll obviously be following sports news, but they'll follow pop culture news. They'll follow their relationships, you know, what's going on in their lives, because you never know when some of that's going to come into play. Someone's going to go on vacation, so you, you know, you bet against them or some some weird things. I'm always blindsided by. I'm shocked. Um, just no, just right now the only the only story that just stuck out was Jay Cutler, who used to be a quarterback. He uh, lost his endorsement deal with Uber Eats because of his anti-mask views, anti-mask, anti-vaccine, and I guess he's trying to run for school district, uh, just like on the school board. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's fun, you know, just having these knuckleheads that are just like, not only do I believe crazy stuff, but now I want to run for an office where I can impose those views on everyone else. Yay! Which I I understand. I just wish more kind of rational people would take that tact. They're just like, oh, you know, I believe in, you know, being responsible and not doing stuff just to quote unquote own the libs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think everybody who is rational and responsible, they just kind of assume other people are rational and responsible. So they don't have to step in. Yeah. It's those people that get so hyped up like, Oh, my absurd outlandish views. Only I believe in it. So I need to make sure everybody aware yeah. how wrong, aware of how wrong they are. Yeah. But yeah, so that was that was one of the few stories I just that caught my attention. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the Rams Raiders preseason game, which is happening later today. Again, this is the 21st, so yeah, they're all going to be in SoFi Stadium. So when I get home, I'm going to have to be careful <laughs> to get on the right. I have to I have to plan out how am I get how I'm getting home because you know. I mean, there's a way for me to get home without having to avoid all the with avoiding all the traffic. That's actually a very common LA story, which is when you think about your traffic and how to get home, you always have to think about other events that you're not a part of. Yeah, the biggest one is always uh, what's not LA Live. Uh, what's the the concert venue? Um, I don't want to be any help right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna want to watch me suffer like i just want you to twist in the wind and then have it recorded so other people could be like uh tyler didn't come up with anything you know the, no um the, you're talking the, about staples center no 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 no, no. I, I for some reason la live was the thing that came to my head but no what's uh north by the the one-on-one and the off of la brea the gibson no wait the amphitheater the- not the What's the big one right there? The the, the oh the Greek, no the no. Greek, no 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 the the Greek is the other way. What's the one that causes the giant traffic jam every time there's a show? Oh, the Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl. Oh, it's like a weight off my chest. Uh, no, yeah, the, there's the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, like, usually Dodger Stadium. Oh, Dodger. Dodger crazy. Stadium is uh, uh the Staples Center because Staples that's Center where you have. One. 
the Lakers and the Clippers and um, the Kings. So I still remember the <laughs> the one day where they had both a Laker game and a Kings game, and Dodger Stadium had a Ooh. had a baseball game. Yeah, so it was just so, so basically going up. downtown was a death sentence for your weekend. Or just like ah. Uh, yeah, it, it's wild. You have to go out of your way to avoid some of these major things. Like, oh shoot! Yeah, weekends, weekends, going to downtown. You either have to go in very early or very late. Or pro move is take the metro, take the take the rail. <sighs> yeah, man, I love taking the metro until this damn Panasonic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I that is that's one thing that I enjoyed about this whole uh this whole uh pandemic is just the memes that came out of it. Like the before times, the after the times. The before times, any just substituting pandemic with any word that starts with pan. Yeah. Like, like people are like, "Man, we're in a pandemonium out here." And people don't want to wear their mask. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole pandemic's going to be hilarious to look back at, but right now it sucks. Oh no, it sucks. It's, I mean, it could, it could, it, you can find something funny in a very terrible situation. I mean, you have to, otherwise you go insane. This is true. You got to laugh true. to keep from crying. Yeah. Cause I know like, yeah, I know it's tough, especially, I mean, well, the way you see some people's Instagrams, you'd think that like, there's not even anything We're just traveling up and down everywhere, which, look, I'm not your dad. So if you want to travel and do stuff, like I understand, just be safe out there. Don't be dumb. All right. You know, if you're vaccinated, fine. You know, if you, you know, if you're outdoors, that's fine. You know, you're visiting friends and family and they're all vaccinated or everyone's taking the proper precautions. Yeah, that's fine. Good. Go ahead. You know, I'm not I'm not here to shame anyone who's trying to live their life. I'm just saying, take a moment to pause that like there's some people who can't live like that. Yeah. A you know, lot of people. There's a lot of people for whom, you know, this thing is still something heavy and that they have to deal with every day. And, you know, as much as you're just like, I want to live my life. Well, some people can't live like that Yeah, because of. Just either choices they made or their living situation. Yeah, a lot of people want to be extra careful when they're living with grandparents, their parents, their kids. Just if you have to go visit family members, somebody, everybody seems to know somebody who has kind of a health problem that puts them in real jeopardy for this. So just be good. And when you're dealing with retail and people that are working, selling food... Be nice. That is that is the thing that pisses me off to no end. It's just yeah, there's no people who demand things to go back to normal, and they yell at you know waiters and you know staff at a store because like they they demand everything to be just as it was, ignoring the reality that we're in. Yeah, why can't things be like it was before? Yeah. Well, because things have changed yeah, and we like, have to change with them. And and again, this is another reality check for people. Like we'll get to a point where we don't we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to need masks or We will. There again is with hope. the masks masks masks. Anyway, 
We're going to get to a point where we don't need any of that shit. But if we don't do the work now, that day is going to get pushed back more and more. All right? So you just have to deal with it now. Do the responsible thing now so that way later everything will go back to normal. And that minimum wage employee does not get paid enough to put up with your bullshit. So <laughs> lay off. All right. I, I, I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of this episode seems to be more like cathartic stuff. So hopefully, you know, in the next episode when we have our topic and our- Yeah, we'll get back whatever. to it. We're, we're kicking around ideas. Again, we have ideas. It's just, again, this is more just the check-in, but I guess, you know, we haven't made enough progress on the, yeah, the stuff we're working on the previous three episodes. I mean, you were talking about your suit- and yeah, we'll have some stuff for the for the Instagram. We're we're working on it. Um, but yeah, no, we we have topics. It's just I think we also need this episode. Yeah, I think it's us. yeah, it's just for a lot mental, of a lot spiritual. of stuff. I feel like this way just to kind of get. get we don't want every episode obviously to turn into some COVID bitch fest, but sometimes you have to get it out. Yeah. Just know that everybody out there is suffering in some way. We're all dealing with this. Yeah. Now I'm just hoping that maybe the next time we do a progress report episode, you'll be able to complain about COVID in Spanish. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> but in Spanish. You can't, you can't say COVID is malo? <laughs> es muy malo. Okay, there muy you go. Mal. Muy mal. COVID is muy mal. There you go. Yeah, see, just a little progress. See, I got a few words. All right. Well, next time. All right. Next time I'll have uh, you know, some carnitas and carne asada ready to go and we'll have some food. I mean, if you want, we can do like a quick, we can do a quick, not topic, but it's just something related to kind of just like living in L.A. I just thought of it just in case we, you wanted something to like kind of just leave a, leave a lighthearted debate. How about that? We can do that. A lighthearted debate about what about the uh, the best food, the best well, taco okay. Trucks? Well, yeah, if you're gonna take the words out of my mouth, then the, yeah, my, no, the, no, the best asada versus no, no, versus no, I just let's carnitas. let well, I mean, look, look, al pastor, look, 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 all those topics. I feel like we'd have to do a whole week of shows just to just to uncover your whole preferences of tacos and stuff like okay. that, okay? But we're gonna have to do a round of tacos for every episode. I know. That's what I feel like you would probably excel at. That's where you're kind of just your wheelhouse. Yes. I mean, but no, I was thinking just like a quick burger tier list. Ooh. Now, those fights will begin for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, it's something like, yeah, it's a thing where we can kind of just like do, but we can't build a whole episode around. Just restaurant because. versus restaurant. Yeah. So just the burger tier list. So for this quick little list, we're going to come up with no fast food chains. No, 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 no. Like, look. W- in and out, definitely on there. Obviously, but, <laughs> but we have to we have to expand. We, you know, yeah, we have to expand. All right, it just it's like yeah. So none of the chain, none of the big chains. In and out is up is in our list, but uh, uh, but like, we got to mix it up. Stout Burger, Father's Office. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. Check. So that's why. Just this quick little thing where we can kind of just like we'll do this and then we'll wrap up the episode. Just because I don't want it to end with all that other stuff. Look, if you found something good and all that, I'm not. I'm not demeaning it, but, you know, I know some people are like, well, I don't want to listen to this podcast to hear you guys complain. I don't know, but now I'm sad because now I'm remembering that my favorite burger spot's gone. 
Uh, are you talking about? I forgot the fucking name. <laughs> I forgot the name too. It was it was it was like three letters. Like oh, it's oh Jesus. Yeah, I remember because it, it was back at work. Lived. I when it was gone, I taunted you and another coworker about how you will never eat this and eat it these was burgers so, again. That blue cheese burger was phenomenal. It was right next to like. Did it start with a T? Like True Burger. Was it True Burger? No, it, it was like three letters. Trey Burger. No. <laughs> no, but I, I, it was like, like. No, but true as in T R U. Obo Burger. Obo. It was, oh, it was Obo Burger. Obo Burger. Burger. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Good. You're never going to eat that shit ever again. I mean, Boo. The, girl, the, the woman behind the counter taking the order was just so high. Just like a zombie completely <laughs> glazed over. But that chef would put together some fire burgers. The blue cheese burger was phenomenal. You want to shout out Ober Obo Burger? Yeah, I'm going to shout out the the now defunct, gone forever Obo Burger. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, if it anyone knows so Obo Burger, let them know that they're missed, and I'm glad they're gone so I can taunt this guy over this burger. I mourn. Their wait, end. didn't wait, wait? I'm trying to remember because I gave you crap because one of these burgers had like peanut butter in it or something like that or some kind of tamarind sauce or something Ooh, i think there was i think because they had a few different ones that were little it was some gnarly it was some gnarly affront to god that Everything you guys were that you good. guys were raving about and i heard it and i was just like you go straight to hell with this shit yeah but you also give me shit because i like five guys because they're the only ones who put a one on a burger okay okay pump the brakes first all right first off Five Guys is bullshit. All right, let that sink in. No, no, that hockey puck that you claim to love is not a good burger. Did not. It's not a good burger. Did not say love. Okay, okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna have my piece. I'm gonna have my piece about Five Guys, and then we'll move on. A one. Look, you can put a one in any other burger. All right, but they don't. No, but look. The burger is shit. The fact that you can give me all the condiments to add to that burger doesn't keep it from being a shit burger. A1. I'll get you a bottle of A1, all right? That doesn't justify the price and the quality of this burger. That dry hockey puck of a it's burger. It's not And dry. everyone, and there have been more people who have mentioned that very complaint about Five Guys Burger. That burger is dry as hell. <laughs> All right? It is an offense to every burger joint in this state and the country in general. Your hate is too strong. No, no, no. I, look, look. I want to be clear. I am not putting Five Guys uh, top tier of my, my burger list. It is top in the worst burgers. If we if I had the shit burger tier list, it is S tier. As in- no. Shit tier, no. <laughs> Instead of superior, because you know, like you know, I like all the online stuff. It's oh, like, yeah, it's S, S tier, is now the a, S is superior, and then A, B, C, and then all the rest. Yeah, so never understood where that came from. But it's, 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 it's I everything. think it's Japanese because, like, you know, like S rank is like superior. I don't know for some reason, like S is the top, and then A, B, C. 
Like, yeah, I, I, I think sense, it came from anime. It came from anime because One Punch Man is just like you have A, A, B, C classes, but S class is above A because S is superior. But did it come from One Punch Man? Or well, I know I one- saw it in One Punch Man and then I see it in all these tier lists. So I think that's where it's from. This is some yeah. stupid tangent that I'm going to research later. But I digress. Five guys charges charges you for this pathetic patty of a burger, but then they cover <laughs> up their mistake by saying, oh, but you get all the toppings. Sir, if you gave me a piece of shit and then said, oh, but you have all the toppings, that's still a piece of shit you're handing me. It's all not right? a piece of shit. It's, it's a, a piece of shit. It's a fine burger. No, it's not. No, just because everyone relies on the whole, well, you can have all the toppings. It's like, no, that's not a that's not an incentive for subpar product. I like toppings. Yeah. Everyone likes <laughs> toppings, but if I gave you a crappy burger and then said, oh, you can put all the toppings you want, that doesn't erase the fact that I gave you a, ca- a crappy burger. It's not a crappy burger. And then for burger. the price, for the price you pay, for the price you pay, that is a crappy burger. My complaint it with, is with the price, but it's mostly the French fries. The French fries are way too expensive. But you get a lot of them. It's like $3. Look, again, I would happily take less. Again, less. again, look, the fries are great, but you can only eat until maybe halfway through because then after that, it's just a big ball of salt. That's why Five Guys fries are great, but you can only have so many because otherwise it's just salt. I mean, that Cajun season's pretty good. Yeah, but again, it's a bunch of salt. Just, like True. you can only eat like a couple and then afterwards it's just like, oh, this is just going to destroy your heart. So give me less fries for like a dollar instead of like three fifty or whatever nonsense it is. For okay, you side. know what? I don't want to keep talking about a garbage burger like Five Guys. All right, we're we're done. Okay, that's F tier right there. F tier, Five Guys. It, anyway, it's no oboe. Well, oboe doesn't exist, so <laughs> so get out of here. You know what? It it was some kind of tamarind sauce that they put on there, which I wasn't a fan of, and the fact that they put it on a burger, it's like why? And so that's why I'm glad they're gone. Anyway, you're boring. No, I'm not boring you need because to be more you adventurous. know you know what is S tier is the burger at Plan Check. The Plan Check burger is the best burger. Best is a big word, but I that's a tasty burger. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're I love a Plan solid Check. Choice. Shout out to Plan Check on Sawtell holding it down. They've got a great burger there. They have a great beer selection. They also yeah. have a lot of great items there. But yeah, the burger is solid. The ketchup leather is just the best. Just the fact that like, I remember the first time I heard about it, just like you just have this square kind of fruit roll up looking piece of ketchup that kind of just like. so weird. That kind of just like fuses with the patty. Yeah. And the cheese. And then you take a bite and it's just like, oh man, it's so delicious. I'll be honest. I, the, the, the ketchup was, it was weird the first time I saw it. But honestly, I never really think about it. It's not something that necessarily stands out to me about the burger. Actually, the last time we went, we I got the the blue cheese burger, and I, I'm not big on blue cheese in most things. But wait, I have, didn't you just a few moments ago talk about Obo have blue cheese yeah, in the yeah, burger? Yeah, I did. Uh, like I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, blue cheese is not usually my go-to, but I have developed a love of a good blue cheese burger, and that's what I had at Plan Check last time we went and. That was delightful. Mm. That that was a, a nice pick me up out of like 
COVID depression. That was wonderful. That yeah, it was. Beer. I think, uh, yeah, going to plan check was like our first kind of big outing after, you know, both being vaccinated and uh, just hanging out. Yeah. I think that was the first time we, we were just hanging out at a restaurant. I, I just brought it out of the blue because, again, it was forever and a day since I went to plan check back when they had locations in uh, Santa Monica and uh, Fairfax. I want to say yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. Fairfax di- district uh those were great places and then when they shuttered that was, it was just rough and I, I was worried I was worried and that's I why I was like I, I need to go to plan check and have this burger before you know anything else happens you know fingers crossed everything's fine and they're gonna you know weather through this but yeah we don't want plan check to go the way of the superior oboe burger okay you know what we're gonna move on <laughs> to father's <laughs> office Father's Office is an amazing burger, but it the fact that they don't let you adjust anything is really annoying. So like if you No, no, like, I you know what? I respect that. I respect that. Too many people get away with like, "Ooh, I don't like onions or ooh, I don't like well, sometimes you don't uh, whatever. like whatever." Uh, just like, "No, no, no. No. You're a grown you're a grown ass person. Fucking eat what is on your plate." And you just shut your mouth and enjoy the awesomeness. I'm a grown-ass person, so I don't need to shut my mouth and just eat what I'm given. I can put in a request. Uh, oh, you're one of those guys who are like, last time I checked, this was America. This like, was America. Not, see? Right there. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> no, you eat. Like, this chef has put in the thought of putting together this great burger, which is great. It's A tier. It's up there. Yeah, but right? not everybody has the same taste buds. Yeah, it's A tier, and I'm, and I respect a chef who's just like, you know what? You're going to eat it like that. No substitutions. You ask for ketchup, we're going to kick you out. We don't all need to conform to one chef and his taste. Yeah, that's why. If you don't like it, you can just go somewhere else. I don't want to go somewhere else. Oh, well, too bad. I like 90% of what's on the burger. I don't want... <laughs> no, honestly, I, I love everything about this burger, but I do get the complaint that... You know, sometimes you want to change it because there are other burgers. I do not like pickles. So I would like to get my burgers without pickles. Oh, boo. It's a better burger that way. Pickles are great, man. It's I it's a nice. For you, you can have like, all the pickles I just you like, want. I just like the kind of like the salty, vinegary kind of just like a profile that adds to the flavor. It See, adds. I don't like the vinegary flavor that it subtracts from my burger. Oh god. It's terrible for me. I hate it. No, pickles are great. No. Anyway, well whatever. Well, anyway, so every, father's office A tier. A tier. People taste things differently. You know, like those poor souls who can't have cilantro because it tastes like soap, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't do. get it, but you know, if there was cilantro on the burger, they should be able to request to have it not on the burger. <sighs> Well, they should fix their taste buds. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, what's the next burger? Ooh, have you been to the Apple Pan? Ooh, Apple Pan's a solid that's choice. A, yeah, that's, that's a, a solid choice. That's a classic greasy diner burger. Oddly enough, I don't remember it being greasy. Well, I mean, not like, look, not that it doesn't have flavor. I'm just saying it's like, it's not like, look, you go to Father's Office or Plant Check and you will see that there's there's sure. a little bit of, there's sure. a little bit of grease. You know what the audacity of one of our friends who um who complained about 
Planchek's burger is like, oh, it's greasy. And then we went to father's office and I pointed out the grease that was coming out of the father's office burger. And like in the paper, it's like, well, what about this father's office? Like, oh no, that's just juice. <laughs> I was like, get the, get out of my country with this bullshit. It's like, whoa. It's like, oh, oh, you think that they're cooking this burger with water? What? It's flavorings. No, it's like they're both greasy. All mm. I know is at Apple Pan, when I'm done, I have to wash my hands so bad because yeah. it's just gross. Yeah. But it is But tasty. oh, to go back, like the father's office and plan check, like it's not greasy like, oh, you know, you're just drenched in stuff like that. No, no. It's no. it's it's from the actual like fat in the patty, not like they Tastefully put oil on it. greasy. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's, yeah, let, you know, I didn't want to just like, yeah, let's not misrepresent the flavor We will pro- not besmirch some of our All favorite right. burger joints. Okay, so anyway, apple pan is great. I love the the uh, the little paper cup and the like the metal holder where they pour the soda. See, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, when I would rather just drink my soda from a can. I don't need to pour it into a paper cone. I but I like it because they had the it makes it unique. It makes it, it unique because like it's, it's you know unique. it's back in the day you know they had the little like uh, metal holder for that like paper cup. So just like you know it's just a nice a nicety, just like just something you don't see. It is everywhere. a nice. It's a change of pace, so that's kind of cool. Um, because you go in, it's a very small room. Uh, it's almost always packed. Well, I don't know about Corona now, but that's true. Yeah, I haven't been down that area, but. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm just kind of curious just how it works. I'm pretty sure they probably have some table set up outside. If yeah, anything. Th- well, maybe. Yeah, I would think, you know, just because of social place. distancing. Yeah. And I don't imagine that place is very well ventilated where no. enough people, where they can just like, yeah, you can have people here. But, you know, because, you know, you're eating and you're going to be talking in there. So it's a hot, it would be a hotbed if they tried doing that. Just because... You know, the counter wraps around in front of the cooking area and the, like, you know, where yeah. you pay your bill. So, yeah, so you'd have it, to have. It's a pretty small place. I, did, I think it always just kind of felt a little stuffy when you when I was there. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, not the place I'd go to today. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, Apple Pan's a solid burger. Uh, that's, I don't know, I put yeah. that, like. It goes up there. Yeah, well, what a I, w- I wanted to say B tier, but I don't know. It's I, n- not S tier. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not the like you have to eat. The, you know how like everyone's like you have to go there. Look, you could, you should go there just because it's off the beaten path of like the sure. normal like recommendations you get for burger places. Oh, similarly, um, like that's why I like uh, Hinano, Hinano down in uh, Venice. It's it's a good burger. It's not the most amazing burger, but it's a solid burger, and it's right by the beach. Yeah, I think the uh, the kitschiness of the uh, the bar that you're in just mm-hmm. makes just adds a little more to the flavor when you're eating the burger there. I remember having that burger back in twenty sixteen. I think it was like around twenty sixteen. Okay. And you're just like, I think, yeah, you called me up because like you and a couple of our old coworkers yeah. were just like hanging out at the bar. And I was like, all right, I'll be there after I clock out. And then I went over there. It was like, it's pretty nice. We caught a liquor game there. Yeah. And they've got, you know, I think it's cash only, which is unfortunate, but it's a cool little divey bar right by the water. So you got, it's all beach t- 
type people hanging out. It's very casual. There's a pool table. Um, if you go there in the morning, they actually do a solid uh, breakfast burrito because it's technically labeled as a cafe. But you go in, it's just a straight up bar. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> so that's something I support. Yeah, no, it's always a great. It was a nice, it's a nice area right I, there on I, Washington Boulevard, like right next to, right just off the beach. Yeah, you go down Washington and it's at the very end. Um, but I'd put that as like wait, a is that, wait, was that Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that was Washington because, yeah, just a few doors down is CNO Trattoria, which, yeah. I mean, which is closed now because of COVID because they don't have enough room to set up an outdoor patio. Or they could have opened it up again. Or I don't know. It's still up in the air. But yeah, CNO is a great Italian place. But all right. Uh, shoot. So I don't know if you want to do like two more. Do you have two more places? Just to kind of like wrap it up. I know we're getting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Stout Burger. That's up there, I think, with Plan Check. But like, I feel like I need to go back there. Well, it's I mean, been a while. well, I mean, you could go back to any of their locations. It seems like it's a more regional chain. It is, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know they have one in Hollywood. They have one in Santa Monica. They have one in uh, at the Grove. No, somewhere else. But yeah, no, they they do have a solid burger selection. I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm I never crave it. It's not that it's bad. It's just. I don't know. Not quite as stand out. Like, it's just, it's always a solid burger. I've never been disappointed. Okay, we'll put a B tier. B tier. Okay. That's a B tier. I mean, it's it's nice just for the ambiance, but again, now that it's COVID times, I... True. I like, true, yeah, I don't want to hang out in a place where everyone's kind of crowded together like that. Um, the other spot I really liked up in North Hollywood is uh, Fat Dog. I think it was Fat Dog. I don't know Big that dog? place. You went there at least once, probably two years ago with me. Um, I think we had some friends meet up. Um, it's it's on that little strip with a few other restaurants and tiki bars. Um, uh, I remember that tiki bar. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, I, I think I remember that place. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good little spot. They had a good happy hour. Um I was impressed with that burger. I'd like to go back Did there. Did I have the burger there? You maybe I don't know. I think I, I think I had maybe a chicken sandwich. I don't remember. But yeah, chicken sandwiches would be another big right. tier list. Next week, we're doing chicken sandwiches. Oh, God. All right. All I already right. got mine ready, ready to go. I got my answers. Uh, well, already well, we'll now. We'll save it. We'll uh, save no. it. Howlin' Ray's S tier. End of list. Angry chicks. Howlin' Ray's S tier. I know, but it's. I'm it's, not waiting two hours. Okay, you know what? Whatever, fine. Next fine. week, we're gonna next week. we're gonna end this then. Next week, otherwise, I'm gonna throw something at you. We're gonna throw down. You're gonna catch these hands in the next episode. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be able to see your bruises. Oh shut Cause up! Because it's on. All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, everybody. We don't have a whole lot to talk about, but. We, we had a lot to talk we about. It's just it was about. more of a freewheeling episode. It's this, just we is, didn't have a lot to recap because you know we we didn't keep up with the the projects we were doing. No, but okay. We, we are getting the the socials up and running. We are gonna start fleshing that out more. So there's there's more to do, more to look forward to. Plenty of topics upcoming. So yeah, once again, Instagram to live and try in LA podcast. 
Twitter to live and try pod. And yeah, we should be in all the different uh, platforms. Um, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Stitcher. I don't know. If you're listening to us, congratulations. <laughs> you found Thank it. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom yeah. of our heart. Yeah, we, we've been seeing some numbers roll in and hopefully it's, you know, you follow us to the next couple episodes. And, and feel free to reach out. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, yeah. Email us if we talk too much about politics and then like we'll read it and let you know. <laughs> and then we will talk even more. Okay, well, you know. Or maybe just like, hey, I agree with y'all, but also, could you stick with the topic? But also, yeah, if you have a uh, dissenting opinions, we'd be happy to tell you why you're wrong. Okay, okay, don't antagonize <laughs> our three <laughs> listeners, all right? Uh, yeah, but we're, we're definitely going to have plenty more to come, plenty more to work on. And we're obviously yeah, again, getting better just, and better at this. Yeah, it, I feel like maybe the next progress report will be after... I want to say four more episodes because clearly we didn't have enough to recap from the last three. You got to start working on your Spanish. I'll See. start working on my French again. And, and then on top of whatever we cover, like we'll definitely have a better progress report and then maybe a follow up mailbag. I don't know. Something like that. Mailbag. All right. Let's wrap. Let's land this plane. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We are, will be, we have made our arrival to the end of the episode. Please exit. Okay, you could have just wrapped it up. I, I was just using it as a phrase. You didn't have to literally do an announcement. All right, everybody. This has been Tyler. This is Rudy. We're signing off. Have a lovely day. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask.